0: Get ready to be inspired as we dive into the captivating stories and perspectives of my talented high school podcasting students. Join me on this episode as we explore life, faith, and the journeys that shape us. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the podcast. I'm Natalie. My goal is to bring you weekly topics around faith, health, and family. And today I have a very special episode for you that's very close to my heart. I spent most of my career in the news world as a TV anchor, but when I left that crazy industry to spend time with my family and to start this podcast and website, I started teaching part-time at a Christian high school where my daughters went to school. It's a bit of a full circle story as I thought as a child that I would be a teacher but then I spent 20-some years in the news industry. I now teach multimedia storytelling and podcasting. I took what used to be a broadcast class, and I've now turned it into an interviewing and journalism class for social media and a podcast class as well. I've had the privilege of witnessing the incredible potential and unique perspective of young minds. Usually here on the podcast, I talk to, as you know, a lot of experts and authors, but today I'm going to change things. I'm sitting down with my very bright and talented podcasting students to explore life, faith, and the journeys that shape us, especially for teenagers today. I believe that every story is worth sharing, and these young minds are no exception. It's not just about the knowledge that they've gained, but the wisdom that they're discovering now in their high school lives. This episode is for young people. It's also for parents and adults who can learn what these high school students are thinking and feeling. They are so full of great information. They want to do well in the world. Needless to say, I'm impressed by them. So whether you're a student tuning in, a teacher looking for inspiration, or a regular listener interested in the human stories behind the subjects we discuss, this episode today is for you. Before we jump in, a quick reminder, subscribe to the podcast, hit that little button if you haven't already. Your support means the world and it keeps these meaningful conversations flowing. Also, you can click the link in the show notes today where it says newsletter to get updates on the website and what's happening on the podcast. Depending on how this goes today, We might just do it every semester in my podcasting class. Thanks so much for listening. Let's get started with my high school podcast students. I have three of the girls in my podcasting class, and I'm excited, ladies, to talk about things that really matter to teenagers. I have a heart for high schoolers and (laughs) you know how much I love you guys. Let's talk about the things teenagers worry about. Who wants to start? Grades. (laughs) Tell me about the pressure of that.
1: I have really bad senioritis right now, so I've been doing nothing, and it's just been pretty bad.
0: <laughs> Marissa? Like, for grades? What what are the pressures? What are the things you worry about most? Um, I say it's definitely hard to kind of, it's with, like,
1: comparison, like, a lot of comparison compared to your other classmates, like, peers in your grade, and so a lot of the kids are going to, like, big-name schools, Yeah, and so it's definitely tough to kind of have to deal with
0: that? How much does social media play into that?
1: Got like a, a large percent. Mm-hmm.
0: And how do you deal with that?
1: You kind of understand that it's on everyone's journey. And so no matter where you end up, like you're going to be fine.
0: Do you recognize when you're looking at social media and you're finding yourself comparing yourself or not feeling good about yourself? Are you able to step back and recognize this maybe isn't good for me? Or do you get sucked in?
1: It's definitely easy to get sucked in, but I think now that I've I've grown a little more, especially compared to when I was a freshman, and so now it's a lot easier to be happy for them and not have to compare yourself to where they're going or where they're committed.
0: Yeah. Hannah, what do you worry about?
1: Well, I'm younger, so I don't really
2: worry about that same <laughs> stuff. But Definitely with sports I think is a big one in our generation too because with college
0: and with parents sports are such a big part of our culture and schooling and everything. How do you deal with the pressures and the level of anxiety? It seems like it's more prevalent. As a matter of fact the statistics show that it is more prevalent. So how do you deal with anxiety and pressure?
1: Earlier this year end of last year and early this year, especially with softball and like school and stuff, I was having panic attacks. and I'd never had panic attacks before. Like I've always been pretty chill, like able to kind of, I don't know, feel things without like over feeling them. And then I started getting like some severe anxiety just on certain things, like stepping out into the field. That was a big thing. It's kind of like, it it, like feels like it overtakes you. Mm -hmm. Um, And that happened for a little bit. I started to like, biggest thing was like opening my Bible. And like having to understand that it's like not of my plan and that like God already knows your future. Everything's planned out. Yeah. Even though you may not know it.
0: He's already solved your problems.
1: Yeah. So then I was like, why worry when I already have someone who like
0: knows how to do. How about for you, Hannah?
1: Well,
2: mine's kind of cheesy, (laughs) but when I was always worried in the stuff, especially last year when I was about to go into high school, I would journal a lot and I have like I think I have five journals completely filled out and I would just, like, I would completely write down all my thoughts and just, that would help me.
0: How about your faith journey? How does that help being a teenager? How have you been able to incorporate God into your daily life? When
1: I moved here, I felt really alone and I just turned to the Lord. And I think, especially going to a Christian school, it helps because I was writing an essay yesterday and the one of the prompt connected back to the lord and i just felt that it was really easy because i could connect what was happening in this it was about marriage our prompt was about marriage and how it like connected to god and it was definitely helpful for me to like set my mind on like what i would like
0: a marriage to be like in the future and how it connects to god okay i could talk to all three of you for the full podcast but there's some guys back there (laughs) But do you want to tell people what you've learned and what you're podcasting about? Because that's how we all met. I'll go
2: first. Um, My podcast is Don't Listen to Hannah. And I basically, I talk about a lot of different things. My main thing is just giving advice based on what my listeners ask me. But I just, I talk a lot. <laughs> just, yeah.
0: Good advice. You talk about faith. Yeah. You talk about your struggles for mm-hmm. people to relate to. Yeah. Yeah. And okay, Nicole, how about you? Yours is different.
1: Yeah, mine's N- Nicole's bookmark and it's just about books. And I talk with my friends about different books and then I'll
0: review books. I love that. Super <laughs> fun. And Marissa, you've got a different spin.
1: Yeah, so mine's called Grace Through the Motions with Marissa Mondragon and it's it's kind of it's kind of like yours. It's a lot of like faith, family, and like one of my weird obsessions is like holistic stuff. So there's going to be holistic like things in there. I love
0: that too. And yeah. then
1: yeah, and fitness, fitness is a big part of it.
0: Yeah, good job. I'm so glad to have you guys in the class. Thank mm-hmm. you. Okay, here's Matthew. And What's up guys? Hey, so you're you you have how many podcasts out now? I have like 8 episodes out. 8 episodes already. A day. Yeah. Wow, good. Okay, well let's talk about media today? That's one of the questions I have because you're really comfortable on a microphone. Not all teenagers are, but how do you as a teenager in today's world deal with media, social media, news, podcasts? How does it play into your daily life and in what influences you?
3: Well, personally, if I had a magic wand, I would prefer not to have any media. I didn't get a phone until like a year and a half ago. I don't, I'm not even like a video games type of person. I like being outside. I like um, just playing sports, hanging out with friends. And so it's not really my thing, but I think why I've incorporated media is because there's almost been a need to, Mm. I feel like with my podcast and then even before my podcast, just like kind of to get people to know me. I, I would say I'm a pretty authentic and willing to share type of person. So it's almost like a tool. I use my podcast to like, reach out and give people a voice.
0: What is the, the hardest part of being a high schooler today?
3: I think the unspoken pressures of juggling um, being a Christian and then being a, a student and just being a teenager. But maybe something that I can say for a fact is, is just like, yeah, comparison. Do you feel like you have to maybe be a certain way or act a certain way? And even if like, something they know maybe is morally kind of disgusting or you maybe don't necessarily want to go along with it or maybe it's not necessarily, like, your core beliefs. Sometimes you're, like, pressured into it. And it's not so much that, like, you're not, like, as a Christian and just as a person in general, I believe you're not a sum of your actions. Mm-hmm. Just sometimes you make decisions maybe not, when you like, when you're not thinking at your best. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, like, a, a struggle. And especially because, like, from what I hear, especially guys guys their brains don't even like fully develop until they're like 26 or and then women i think 22 so just being a teenager is hard i feel like especially in this time of age because we do have social media and we do have media i think you know i kind of wish that is kind of back in my parents time your podcast my podcast is the brick house podcast my name is matthew brick yeah
0: you're doing such a great job i'm really proud of you Oh,
3: well, thank you yeah
0: yep and uh, you're gonna keep going on it so oh yeah we'll every Monday all right thank Super. you thanks Matthew yeah okay well come on up okay so as he's coming up I'll just tell you these kids have spent the entire um, semester developing their concept coming up with a plan doing their artwork all of this in finding a way to use media so get them close up there to the microphone well so I want to ask you, and I know you're a wrestler, and what year are you? A uh, sophomore. A sophomore, so I have freshmen all the way through seniors. But I want to ask a variety of questions, and the question I have for you is, what do you wish adults did more of in your life, or less of in your life?
4: I feel like there should be more structure to like the time we spend with adults around us, and especially our family. Uh, I think that kind of right now with all the like sports and academics, especially during like finals week, that your life is just so kind of crowded and you just want like a bit of alone time or like to relax. But, you know, you're always going to have that stress and that certain hobby occupying your time and you just kind of forget about your family. So I think a lot of people kind of look back and at like when they're in high school and in college and just wish that they had more time. But, you know, it's just so free-floating that no one really, like, remembers, oh, I've got, like, limited days with the people around me.
0: That is so interesting because what we as parents often think of is my kids feel like I'm too structured, but yet guardrails and structure and expectations you're saying are, are helpful and important to you?
4: I think when it comes to some things, yeah, like, you definitely need a lot of flexibility But I think when it comes to stuff that we kind of overlook, I think that that structure or it's just forcing you to be like there with your family and just enjoying that is what's going to help you and really help you look back and be able to be like, yeah, I made the most of my time.
0: What are the biggest pressures as a teenager today?
4: Honestly, I think it changes for different people. I Mm. think certain people value different things like... Some people might value more how they're seen by others, and some people might value might value like their academics or if they're like highly ranked and like whatever sport they play, they might value that. I think it's just all reflected in like the time we spent or in the time we spend in certain things.
0: So you've gone a different direction with the podcast, and it's not published yet. I don't know if you're going to publish it or not, but what have you learned in this process? What do you think is important about the media today? I would say it's
4: just kind of interesting how you can present so many things and how you can present yourself and how, you know, different people can learn stuff about you and from you, even if like you're across the country, you know, I think that it opens up that podcasting opens up a new way for people to just consistently learn new things and be able to reach out to new people.
0: And your podcast that you've been working on is in helping other high schoolers. Yeah. 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 And what are you doing it's with it? It's
4: really just been review for uh, semester one finals, just kind of taking the pressure off of mainly just our student athletes, because I know that majority of the students are also playing sports. So just yeah. like Helping balance that out and giving them an easy way to study and prepare for these big finals.
0: Yeah, review and be able to listen. Like I, I remember as a as a high schooler, one of the ways I used to memorize things is I would I would record myself, I'm gonna date myself on a tape recorder and just play it over and over and over, yeah. just that repetition. So being able to listen and consume by listening and learning. Are you that person that worries every time you are asked to go on camera? Do you get asked to do an interview, maybe a Zoom call, and you don't know what to wear or what you'll say? As an Emmy award-winning news anchor, I watched thousands and thousands of people struggle with their on-camera persona and appearance. Because I'm asked so often to give tips on how to be on camera, I created a guide that you can buy for just $24.99, and it has everything you need to know from what to wear, what makeup to use, and this is for men and women. I want you to feel empowered and confident Every time you go on camera, find out more by clicking the link before you go on camera. It's in the show notes and it's on my website, com. So Clayton's coming up and I am going to ask the same question because I think it really speaks to kind of teenagers today and getting to know you and understanding you, which is why I love being here in the classroom. The biggest pressure you see for teenagers today for you or for your friends, what do you think that is?
5: There's a few things. I think one of the big ones is how others view you. Something that people in high school, a lot of people have to get over, and that includes myself, is just learning to really not care about the negative things people say about you. Because it, it almost feels like it's human nature to say mean things when it's really not. It's just their choice. But, I mean, it feels like at least for me, people kind of always say mean things no matter how you act. So probably just how others view you is a is a really big pressure. I would even just say, like, grades. It's like people make it sound like if you don't have a 5.0, you're, like, never going to be able to get into any college, hmm. which it's not true. Like, my my dad's actually done a great job with this in parenting me. Where he doesn't push me for my grades, and he yet I still get good grades because I'm not feeling that pressure from him. Hmm. Same thing goes with my stepmom.
0: I like. I always say, I try to say to my youngest that I don't want you to do well. I want you to want to do well. How how can we as parents help? Kids, okay, because you mentioned that your dad does that. I'm curious. What makes you want to do well?
5: That's that's a good question. If I'm being quite honest, I feel like it's something that decision the child has to make um, because I don't think the parent can necessarily ingrain that within them. I think the biggest thing that, I, that I, as again, like I said with my dad, is just to not put too much pressure on the child because... If they really care, they're going to learn from their mistakes. They're going to learn from what they've done. This is not just grades. This is like anything in life. Colossians 3.23 is a verse that I really like to think about when it comes to this sort of thing, where it says, like, whatever you do, do it with all your heart as if you were doing it for God, not for man. Whatever you do, that's that that can go from grades to just, like, treating people out in public the way that they should be treated. So I would, say, I would say just ingrain that Christian belief into them by just a certain example. And it, it, and tell them your mistakes, too. That's something that my dad's done well. He's explained to me his mistakes. So not only do I have my mistakes that I've made, but his mistakes. And this is just on the topic of grades. My mistakes and his mistakes, which can help me learn from both, and and grow as a student.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah, and then witnessing that vulnerability, being able to say, I'm human, I'm a sinner, and I make mistakes, but we learn from them. Totally. I can't wait to meet your dad one day. (laughs) I'm interested to have him on the podcast. He's done a good job. Anything else that, you know, in your faith journey or in what you're learning as a teenager that others might like to hear?
5: I really want to express the idea of just being there for your kid always and basically making sure they know that you can tell them anything and that you can talk to them about anything. That's some of them I, as a, I'll bring up my dad again, some of my dad's some super well. he's let me know that I can literally tell him about anything that's going on within my life. Mm-hmm. And he will give an answer that, is a faith based answer and that will uh, guide me toward Jesus. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Thanks, Clayton. Yeah. Nice. I didn't ask you about your podcast, but let's talk about that real quick. What are you oh, talking yeah. about? You haven't put it out there publicly, but what have you learned from it and what is your hope with it?
5: So, my podcast, it's called the Faith Over Fear Podcast. It's, it's, it's really, it was basically supposed to be like mini sermons, kind of, um, but really just talking about like day to day things and how we can show our faith just like little things in life most people just think of like evangelizing and preaching on the streets whereas there's so many things that you can do like those are amazing don't get me wrong but by just wearing things that have christian stuff on them or i think most importantly for me is sharing your testimony because it just shows God's story and how he's gotten you through the struggles that you've gone through. I think that, that that's a, that's an idea that I've really touched on with my podcast. So yeah, it's really just taught me those things. Just, yeah.
0: Yeah, and being vulnerable in that too because we relate to stories, right? When we, when we hear other people's stories, the power of our testimony. Beckett's a freshman as well. I want to ask you about teenagers today, the pressures that you have and how the adults around you have helped or hurt.
6: Oh, uh, there's definitely some pressures on like school and sports, mainly sports for me. My parents are less like kind of on edge about my grades cuz school's always been kind of easy for me, but sports for sure. Like my dad always pushes me to make the best sports team and all this like stuff and there's like a big pressure on that and like having to be the best when it's okay to not always be number one and then my mom's helped me a lot with that for sure the end of the world that you didn't make that one team.
0: How do you deal with I call them mountaintops and valleys we're not we're going to learn more in the valley so mm-hmm. if you don't make a team or you do what what are the lessons you learn from that in in growing for yourself and uh, getting better maybe it's in sports maybe it's in friends or what, what lessons do you learn in that?
6: And sports, for sure, like a lack of preparation. Like if you want to make a team, you have to put in your best, and you can't just put in your best once you get there. Yeah. You have to be putting in your best from the moment you've wanted to make a team until that time.
0: Yeah. Do you think it's hard to be a Christian today as a teenager?
6: Yeah, for sure. There's a lot more stuff that like teenagers will try to do now because they want to be more like grown up and adult when – We're all still kids, and we should just focus on, like, school, friends, sports, stuff like that instead of all the negative stuff that's in life. So there's definitely more of a pressure now to, like, kind of act more grown up than you are.
0: Yeah, how do you deal with that? And you're a freshman. You're one of the youngest in the class. It's probably harder for the youngest people at the school.
6: Yeah, well, I usually stay away from stuff like that, but there's obviously situations where I've been in where it's like, I'm not expecting it and then it comes up kind of thinking what God would do in the situation and like how I can get out of it without like seeming maybe too harsh about getting out of it but yeah definitely focusing on what Jesus would do in the situation instead of what like I want to do in the situation
0: yeah that can be hard to do but I'm proud of you for doing that what have you learned in this class and about podcasting and about consuming media like one of the things I love every week is you guys would all do an analysis of a podcast and then you'd come in and we'd all talk about it. So the class is really about creating a podcast, but also consuming podcasts. What do, What have you learned?
6: I definitely liked the consuming stuff, like listening to my own podcast on my own time, because it really taught me like a lot more about like school and just like some life stuff, just from listening to other people's experiences and their faith and like their day-to-day life. And then it helped me to create my podcast too, because it kind of shows me how they structured their podcasts mm-hmm. and like, how they kind of formatted it and how they did it.
0: And tell us about it. What 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 you've been working on?
6: I'm running a game day guru's, which is like a, which is like a sports podcast almost. So I do like an analysis on who I think will win, and then for fantasy, like what players I think will score well in points, so you can win your fantasy league against your friends.
0: Well, I can't wait to grade it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Well, thanks, Beckett. Thank you. Who's coming up? All right, it's Cooper. So, I just had the honor of being a guest on your podcast. Yep. And uh let's start let's start with your podcast since everybody else has kind of left that for the end. This is so great because I'll let you explain it, but I really think young people today, people say what are you going to be when you grow up and it's like, I don't know yet. I'm only 15 or whatever. So, you're kind of giving people a, an insight early into different careers.
7: Yes. So I interview various people who all have different careers. I've interviewed you on your past journalism career and my dad on his architecture career. And I learn about it, but it provides insights on those careers and various different questions, all having very relevant to today's kind of questions and problems with those careers. And other people can listen to see if they would like that job or should not go into that.
0: What do you think is tough about being, or great maybe, about being a teenager today?
7: What I think is great is social aspect. It might be just me, but I think it's pretty easy to, at least for a lot of teenagers, just to kind of, there's so many people around your age, especially at school, just to kind of branch out and hang out with people no matter if they're senior sophomore like any of that and what's bad is other people have already said it but like the pressures everybody feels whether it's like comparison to other people or anxiety about school and i know like the grade aspect it used to be like really hard for me because i was like i cannot get anything less than an a Mm And I wouldn't ever get that in middle school, but it was middle school. It was really easy. And I've just accepted the fact that that sometimes is unreasonable. And I have to go with the fact, especially with harder classes, like honors or AP, I just have to accept the fact that a B is higher than average for mm-hmm. most kids. Mm-hmm. And I just think people need to learn that sooner than later, instead of having their mind set on only A's, which is a good goal, but I don't think you should be like destroyed if you don't meet
0: that goal. What do you think when you're an adult, you're going to look back and and be proud of yourself for in high school?
7: I think I'm going to be proud of myself for really pushing myself through harder classes, even if it's things I didn't do as well on. I think I'm going to be proud that I at least tried. And even if my grades didn't directly reflect like the best outcome, as long as I tried in that class, I think I'll be proud of that.
0: Yeah. What is something as a teenager you you appreciate about the adults in your life that they do to help. What's something for parents who are listening, something that adults do that is good?
7: Well, at first, especially when you have siblings, it's easy to compare yourself to Mm -hmm. them. And I think it's good, at least my mom and dad, especially on the grade aspects, they're like, you don't need to get what your brother and sister got. Mm. Like as long as you try your hardest and they – And I think parents should know that kids can learn from stuff instead of like punishing them super harshly Mm -hmm. from one thing. I think they should push them to learn about that thing. They should definitely punish them, but not don't get as mad at them and stuff like that. And
0: parenting individually, it sounds like, like you might not be the same as your siblings and parent to that. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Who's left? Okay, Coleman. Save the best for last, right? Yep. Sure. (laughs) What do you think is tough about being a teenager or maybe great about being a teenager?
8: I mean what I think is like tough is kinda like the freedoms and stuff we get, like especially with like technology and stuff, like that's a big like issue. Like kids like doing stuff they're not supposed to be doing on their phones and sending stuff like that's a big problem and like if we didn't have that, like kids could have more freedoms. I feel like the kids should just like be more disciplined to like know that they like shouldn't be doing whatever they're doing, like if something bad.
0: It's tough when it's right in your pa- the palm of your hand every yeah, day. Sure. The access to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, what advice would you have for parents in parenting that for teenagers?
8: I mean, it's kind of just like knowing, like you got to know what your kids doing on their phone, and like if they're doing something, bad, like just like discipline them pretty much.
0: So monitor yeah. what they're doing. Yeah, monitor monitor yeah. sites they're on. Yeah, I cannot, Texts yeah. like all of that.
8: Yeah, like or just like don't do that and then just do like a random like phone check every now and then. You can't like go through and like clear everything and do all that stuff.
0: Yeah, but to just be aware of it for yeah, parents. For sure. What about being a Christian today as a teenager? You know, it's it it's tough in the world today and there's so much happening in the world today. What advice do you have, either for teenagers or adults in parenting in a Christian way?
8: I mean, it's kind of just like the ignore what other people say, just follow God. Again. That's like what it is kind of thing, yeah.
0: Yeah. What about this class and, and what you've learned about media and consuming media and putting together your podcast?
8: I, I enjoy the media classes a lot, yeah. I like to do like visual art, sports media and stuff like that too. But like I learned a lot from this podcasting class as well.
0: Yeah, what, tell us about your podcast.
8: So I made like a uh, motivation podcast, like it's not published, but I kind of just wanted to talk about God and like how he can help you get through like your everyday and like some stories from the Bible that can help you get through battles that like you don't think you can get through.
0: We have a lot of anxiety and pressure and all of these things. How does faith help you with that?
8: I mean, faith just helps you get through reading the word, like you always know, like someone's going to love you because God always loves you.
0: Yeah. Yep. Oh, certainly. Thank you. It's been such a pleasure having you guys. We had our party today. This was our year-end party, and then I made them sit down and podcast with cookies and hot chocolate. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, okay, you guys. I'm proud of all of you. Yep. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> all right. We'll do this again next semester. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for joining the Natalie Tisdale Podcast. You can follow along on Instagram and at NatalieTistle.com. Subscribe to the show to catch every new episode and leave a review so I can continue to bring you fresh content. See you next week.